Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 88, and today we'll be talking about Same Old World. I'm GC13. And I'm Hunter! Hey kids! Oh, goodness gracious, it feels so, so good. So good, I must say, to finally be uh, out of the deep cave that is the hiatus. It feels good to have a happy lapis on the show. Oh my god, oh my god, it's so good. She smiled like several times in the episode. All right, okay, Tumblr, I'll agree with you this time. Lapis can stay. Yay! I'm a big, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Actually, a lot happened in this episode. We got to see, we got to see the recognition of more towns. Yes, Stephen. Li- I thought it was funny how all of the nearby towns had ocean-related names. So I guess Ocean Town isn't in strange company. We don't, we don't talk about Ocean Town. Yeah, it's it's an uncomfortable topic. Never forget, but never, you know, bring it up at a party. Never, yeah, never mention. Then, then you're that guy. I liked that we got to see Empire City, though. Empire City. I like how it has the Eiffel Tower lookalike, and <laughs> it has the motto that's the blending of New York City and Las Vegas. Yeah, dude, it's, this is pretty cute. Like, overall, this is, like, super cute. This is a good idea, too. I would have loved to see more cities. You know how they had the Steven Universe sitcom in Chilatide? We need an episode where we have the Lapis Lazuli sitcom. Yeah! I want that. I want I want to see Lapis Lazuli with a with a a wacky roommate. I think we will. Well she Oh she already does! Yep, they're already having their first roommate conflict right at the end of this episode. Oh, uh, what a wacky roommate to have. Oh, Peridot is wacky. Also, uh I, I saw I saw a couple things throughout the subreddit of um people getting a little miffed about the hair size in this episode. Oh, yeah, and we got, uh, I believe it was Mr. Abrams tweeting out apologies. He will do better. He did not mean for the hair to be so small in this episode. So it will be bigger next time. Oh, thank Don't goodness. Don't worry anybody. We'll talk, though. This, uh, this, this animation style that's, like, just a little different, you're, you're noticing it too, right? Did you notice in the scene where Steven's walking up the hill while looking for lions saying that he can't hide from him for too long because he loves him so much? Yeah. I've never seen the original Dragon Ball, but that looks very much like Kid Goku style animation to me. Hmm. I mean, that's, that immediately made me think of Dragon Ball. I also have never seen the original Dragon Ball. This feels like a sin for both, like, for two people in a room to have not yeah. seen the original Dragon Ball. But, yeah, I, I totally get where you're coming from. This this new animation style, it's only slightly different, but I'm really digging it. Well, Steven was right back to normal in the very next shot. It was just that one scene made me think of Dragon Ball specifically. I'm watching it right now. I'm watching that right now. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I see it. It's... Yeah, it's it's very early animes esque. It's it's cute. I I'm super digging this new like I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe the art style. It's um. If only Sophia were here. She's the artist. Yeah, Sophia would know. Ugh. But yeah, this is cute. It's it's a post homeworld interpretation, is what it is. Uh, I beg your pardon. Post homeworldism. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's that uh, that new. 
age that came after um cubism <laughs> yeah you know good old rothko and uh jackson pollock moving into the post homeworld we're past isocahedronism mm, yeah that that word you just said <laughs> fun fun times with the uh, i i i sock i yeah lapis lapis is precious absolutely precious she did the fart noise she did the fart noise yes she did it oh okay so so i got a crack theory about uh-huh. that uh-huh. you know they were flying pretty high up in the air when that shoe came came coming at them don't you think mm-hmm. now uh steven said that the people in jersey hate the earth too and i'm thinking who hates earth <laughs> more than whole world gems uh. and when you think about it only a gem would be able to throw a shoe that high. So clearly, that was a gem that threw a shoe at Stephen and Lapis. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's what you're sticking with. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, all right. Uh, but I did like how they both did the fart noise on cue there. It was super cute. <laughs> uh, we got we also got a little bit of a lore drop when Lapis. Oh, yeah. Gave us a little look-see into the future, into the past. It's amazing how much of a lore drop you can get out of, like, a short two-minute flashback. Well, I mean, you kind of have to with these being only 11 minutes. But what everybody's talking about, that flashback, of course, is the gem who poofed Lapis. I mean, I can understand. That's a, that's a pretty pretty awesome gem, and I hope we get to meet her, but we just can't be sure we'll be able to. I mean, she's big, she's beefy, she's got multicolored dreadlocks. There are a lot of people who think, could that be the same gem that is bubbled inside Lion's Mane? The, the gem we have taken to calling Bismuth. Yeah, the quote-unquote Bismuth. That, that'd be interesting. That would be cool. Huh. I hadn't thought about that. Also, I have a question. Go for it. Alright, now this, this is a question that needs to be addressed. Uh, I, I don't think we can continue as a fandom without addressing this. How does Lapis know what a fart is? Well, I mean, she just copied when Steven made the noise the first time at Dewey's speech. His tragically written speech that he desperately should have had somebody, anybody, listen to before he went to give it. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you implying that Dewey, that uh, our dear Mayor Dewey... Bill Dewey, the the next, uh, pro- probably the next coming of uh, the Beatles, is at fault. I'm I'm not going to say he's at fault. It's just that he loves Beach City so much. He sometimes forgets that not everyone in Beach City is as refined as he is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I can, so, I can get behind that. It's 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 not the fault isn't with him except that he he believes sometimes too much in people's better natures. Praise be to Dewey. Praise be to Dewey. Praise be. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The 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 thing that well yeah that's that is far too specific of a design for them to just like never come back to it again. Way too cool too. I mean, I I I'd, I'd feel cheated if like hey look at this gem and you will never see or hear from her again. It's super cool. I mean, can you imagine, like, if they showed us Opal and then, nope, that's your lot, no more fusions. I mean, we would have been heartbroken. We never would have got to see the lovely Sardonyx. The lovely Sardonyx. Elegant. <laughs> oh, God. I'm I'm just, I'm just digging the possibilities for, like, a cute little, 
uh, whack, like cute little wacky scenarios between Peridot and Lapis. I'm digging it. Well, after after Peridot gets her job at the Big Donut, there will be some friendly rivalry be- between them and the the pizza shop where where Lapis should get her, her oh job because you know God. La Pizza Lazuli. They don't. I mean, Jenny doesn't like the delivery truck, so you hire somebody who can fly. It's perfect. I think you just spoiled the entirety of the rest of season three for everyone. Go, way to go. Way to go, GC. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I don't know. We, we, we can't be sure that's going to happen. Ronaldo is the prophet. I am not. He gets the divine inspiration. You know, mortals such as us can, can only hope to understand. I mean, it's pretty golden. Like, it, it has to... It can't not happen, is what I'm saying. It, it would be pretty good. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. It's this was this is a cute episode. I like Steven's suggestion in the forest where he could or Lapis could build a bird's nest and have squirrels for pets. <laughs> I mean, uh. Steven's thinking practically for most of the episode, but just indulges a flight of fancy right there. I wish, and I think this might be the first time I've ever said that said this about a Steven Universe character. But, or no, 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 I said it before about a different one. Um, I, it feels like Steven and Lapis's relationship is very, like, friends who've known each other for years, and, like, they get each other, and, like, that's sweet, but with that established relationship, we don't really learn a whole lot about Lapis in this episode. And, like, we still, we still know next to nothing about, like, who she is. Like you could you could create a pretty good summary for all of the characters, including Peridot. We've known her for such a very short amount of time, but like, there's not a whole lot to say about Lapis, Lapis other than what's happened to her. Well, this is really the first episode where we we get to just you know be out and get to breathe with Lapis. It's like Ruby. We haven't really got. Even Ruby we've had more time with, more quality time with, really. Yeah. Every time we've seen Lapis in the past, she's just been moving the plot forward. Not, not much time for characterization. This is the first time, you know, she's here here now, so we'll, we'll, we'll get there with Lapis, don't you worry. I, I, I sure do diggity darn hope so. You sure Dewey? Don't you dare use Dewey's name in vain. How dare you accuse Dewey of being vain? How dare you... Oh, I'm a false prophet! <laughs> Don't worry, Dewey is infinitely forgiving. I, I believe so, and his insurmountable amount of uh, grace. But I, I, can't, I can't let this episode go on too long without mentioning that this was the first time the hot dog duffel bag has made it into an episode. Wait, hold, hold on. They just where? slip the hot dog duffel bag in there in the where? scene where Greg and the and the gems are leaving. Steven's got his hot dog duffel bag. No way. I gotta I, see I this. I have not seen that in, an, oh my in God, a it's proper there. episode before. So they just slipped it into the show like it ain't no thing. This is cute. I like no. this. All of us super fans, we've seen the shorts. We know what's up. That's for we, us. That was a little thing for us. Nobody else. Shout out to the fans. Also, I really like the idea of uh, Peridot learning how uh, agriculture works and, like, propagating her own little farm. <laughs> she could have Garnet help her out with the cows. 
I want a little Steven Universe farm. Farmer Peridot. She could grow the wheat that they turn into the donuts. Yeah. And like Pearl Pearl tends to the chickens. <laughs> of course she yeah, would. For, for some reason, the chickens get along really well with Pearl. I wonder why. It's probably because they eat the same way. You mm-hmm. just see like Pearl off in the distance just like pecking the ground with her nose. And then of course Amethyst would uh, tend to the pigs. You know, roll around in the mud with them. Yeah. She's got to teach them how to do it, you know? Yeah, I mean like they're just amateurs. They gotta learn from the best. Yeah, Farmer Peridot. I like it. Also, I... Let's see. I would compare Lapis... We learned Lapis has an ability to show... I guess this also plays into why she was put inside of a mirror. Of Maybe this is just a Lapis Lazuli, uh like ability. Like, all Lapises have that. Of being able to show things from the past in very vivid uh i don't know pearl's projections are pretty good too i I think it might just be that she likes to use the water to do Uh, it i don't know i don't know because pearl's i don't know uh pearl's imagery and lapis's imagery i feel like that's that's like comparing uh a nokia phone to like a like a smart tablet yeah maybe a little but still pearl gets it in 3d you can't underestimate that yeah, yeah. But Lapis definitely has that to it. We learned she has that ability to show vivid imagery and memories through uh this little water trick she has, which is that's that's pretty rad. That's that's pretty cool. But that also might pertain to why she was put into a mirror. Like maybe that's a lap like that's a lapis yeah. thing. Like some lapises are quote unquote harvested to be placed into these mirrors for information's yeah. sake that would be cold i mean that's pretty much the whole yeah the whole home world is a little uh morally ambiguous yeah they are a cold cold place hmm i don't know i don't know hmm. i mean I'll, I'll put that as a maybe yeah it was it was nice to see it was very nice to see and now we have because like everybody had been theorizing before that uh, she hated the crystal gems because the crystal gems put them there and now, now we know that no, it was the home world, and she knows it. I'm still wondering about her, why she felt the need to say that she never believed in Earth. I, I guess that has to do with the reason she was visiting, or maybe it's just she's suffered so much because of Earth, and yeah. she's upset that she suffered for a place that she never believed in. I, I just don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like looking at even the amount of time gems live for, I can see. Why she would grow to hate like it's it's like if you take a like a week long trip to Mexico, but then you also get caught up in like a coup d'état, and you're trapped as a political prisoner for like years and years and years. I'd want to be gone from there. I'd want it to burn to the ground. I'd want to forget all about it, and I want to go home. Oh, you know, Lapis doesn't burn things. She's really more of a tsunami kind of girl. She's a drowner. But yeah, it I I can see it from that perspective, but also I'm sure there's some under the surface type stuff that Lapis is dealing with. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, she was probably there at the Galaxy Warp for at least a couple thousand years. I mean, Pearl was in the same outfit she was wearing when she met Greg. Yeah, and that wasn't in fashion till like at least the late 60s. So, yeah, long time. 
Yeah, Lapis had been there a while. I I was surprised. I would have thought that they would have disabled the Galaxy Warp long before then. Yep. And then, like, the same month, I'm assuming, that she gets, like, her freedom, bam, right back to being a prisoner. Yeah. Yeah, the homeworld slaps her in a cell. So and I, can, I can definitely see. And then, not only the cell, then she gets trapped with Jasper. Oof. Well, at least she did that one to herself, so. I mean, ugh. Mm. I still don't, uh, I don't know. So I can I can definitely understand why, if this is the case, she would develop some sort of correlation between bad things happening and Earth of just like an awful place that she wants to put behind her, but now she can't. So yep. yeah, I can I can see her hating Earth for very justifiable reasons. It's okay. She can never leave Earth because she loves Steven so much. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of the Galaxy Warp, though, and things that surprised me, I was also surprised that the Galaxy Warp was operational until the end of the war. I, What was going on in the, in the universe at that time for the Crystal Gems to be able to beat the homeworld back? I mean, basically all the homeworld could do was hope to hold on to the kindergartens and the Galaxy Warp, apparently, until they were done setting up the cluster. They, they couldn't just put enough troops in there and say, okay, we win now, thank you. Hmm. I don't know. Because we know from the message that they were coordinating something with other planets using the Wailing Stone, but that part of the history still hasn't really even been hinted at. Yeah, I would love to see, like, a spinoff prequel that goes over how the war was fought, how the Crystal Gems won. I'd love to see it from the point of view of just, like, some uh, homeworld soldier. Yeah, I'd be a sucker for something like that. Like, if they could license a graphic novel to be made of that, I'd eat it up. Um, If they can't find the budget for any of the bigger stuff, at the very least, I'd love it if they'd give us, like, three or four shorts like the Classroom Gems had, except where they're lectures about the war and other significant events in gem history i i would eat that kind of stuff up i would love that i don't i don't know if i'd be satisfied with that i really i really just want i like like you guys said i want a season on the home world that's what i want but i don't want to i don't want a season on it i want i want the regular steven universe to keep continuing going and like not take a break i just i want to i want to spin off well i mean they have the galaxy warp so he can go he can go. He can hop right back to Beach City for a donut anytime he wants. Mm. So um, I want. I want a spinoff from a different gym's point of view. That's what I want. Yeah. From a gym on Homeworld. Make it like a like a how they're doing a, the the new Star Wars. Uh, what's it called? The Han one. Yeah, the Han one. What's it called? I don't know. I don't remember. But it's like like, Rogue like that or something. Uh, God, what's it? Star Wars Black Hawk Down. That's it. Yeah, there you go. There we go. But uh, yeah, I I want something like that. Was it wasn't it Black Falcon Down? Black uh no, no I I don't I I don't know I don't know man. Okay, well it was worth a try. I just watched Steven Universe, dude. I don't know. I mean, I I think we'll learn something about that past at at some point. I mean, they they keep keep trickling in the lore bits every so often. This was this was just our next trickle. We oh they they dropped a big bomb uh, literally in that flashback. Mm-hmm. Lots of people have pointed out. So I mean I kind of called that at the end of the first season 
after Greg was talking to Steven in the return, it's like, oh, that's how the war ended. They uh, they pulled out and then bombed, bombed, nuked everything from orbit. That's what happened to the dinosaurs. That's probably where the corrupted monsters came from. I can imagine. Then, then we learned from Peridot that they left because the cluster had been set up. And I, I do hope that they talk about the corruption some more because, again, where is my centipede? We we're going to spend a lot of time characterizing Lapis. And then, you know, Jasper will probably join the team's orbit at some point, and so they'll have to spend a lot of time characterizing her. But I don't, I don't think Jasper is going to join. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my foot down. And I know I said this about Lapis. <laughs> I know, I know, I said this before, and I said it. Well, no, no, no. I, I predicted Peridot would join, but I do not think Jasper is going to be a part of the Crystal Gems. I think, and here's what I hope. All right. All right. Okay. Headcanon time. All right. Everybody gather around in the Hunter's Headcanon corner. Here's, I think, Jasper, I think it's going to come down because it's the entire series has been the gems being like, no, this is the way it has to be. Sorry, Steven, the world doesn't just like work uh, nice. And then Steven's like, no, you're wrong. We can be nice and the world can work. And he saves the day. And I think it's going to come. It's all going to culminate into this moment in Steven's life where he's faced with zero options where Jasper cannot be reasoned with. There's no way to like have Jasper see the light. There's no way possible for him to resolve this through kindness. And I think Steven's going to have to like pull something. He's going to, he's it. It's going to be like the shock and awe episode that ends a, that ends a season. Hmm. See, I don't know. Stevens befriended the cluster, which is uh, Frankenstein's monster of planetary destruction at the center of the Earth. So I think that if there's anyone he can't befriend on the entire show, they're only ever going to play that card once. And I think that Yellow Diamond holds the claim to that title a lot mm. more than Jasper ever could. I don't know, because I, I don't know. It, Big, like huge, huge characters like that, like the cluster and like Yellow Diamond, that is, that's a huge card to play. And showing that Steven could change the cluster and could help the cluster through this impossible task, I think that sets up that, I think that sets up for just thematically Steven being able to change the mind of Yellow Diamond. Mm. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. That's the thing. If if he can change Yellow Diamond's mind, what chance does Jasper have? There's very little, well, I don't know, because Yellow Diamond is smart. Yellow Diamond, Yellow Diamond is like intelligible, and I feel like she can be reasoned with. Jasper, however, Jasper, I feel, is just like this big bundle of anger and testosterone (laughs) and just. Yeah, she has issues that uh, she probably should work out. Yeah, I don't feel like Jasper is... I don't feel like Jasper has the reasoning capabilities to be uh, switched over to the side of the Crystal Gems. I don't feel like... I don't I don't feel like that's Jasper's character. I don't know. I crossed my fingers for Peridot, I crossed my fingers for Lapis, and I am crossing them for Jasper now. I'm really hoping they do something that, like, super upsets people. Like, I hope, I hope they make people get really mad at the show. If they want to make people get mad, they should kill off Centipedal. That would make me furious. Oh my god! 
Oh, but like that would at least be entertaining, and that would create that would make Centipedal as the martyr. Centipedal would be the mm. show's martyr because even Lapis came back from this. Even Lapis bounced back. She's no longer like the show's dream child of had so much wrong done to her and is now just this pitiful thing. No, Lapis bounced back. Lapis is here again. Centipedal is taking that place. And if they kill off Centipedal, that will be the ultimate moment. That will be... Oh. Like, don't get me wrong. I would hate for it to happen. But at the same time, emotional moments like that are what I live for. I don't know. I just think it's an upbeat show. You know, they always find a way. So I think Jasper is destined to join the group's orbit. At least that's what I hope. Hmm. We'll we'll definitely see in the coming. Um... She's got about a season to to see whether she's going to get there or not. Twenty six episodes. So anything else about same old world you you'd like to add? Um. Other than adorable, of course. Yeah, other than always. just precious. Uh, I actually like the hair. <laughs> I really like it. I don't know. In that scene where she's sitting there deciding that, yeah, I will stay here. Uh, the hair was kind of distractingly large. It reminds me of, like, garbage uh, 80s anime. <laughs> I like it. Um, so next week, next week we'll see... Peridot and Lapis having their first roommate feud. Oh, it's so precious. Again, uh, they they got they got to get their uh, wacky jobs in town. <laughs> or Peridot can start up the farm. One of the two. It's gonna be it's gonna be the two broke girls of Steven Universe. But you know, funny. Two unbroken gems. You know, same thing. Sweet. All right. Well, that's that's fine. That's fine by me. So we will see you all next week. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm Hunter. Later, kiddos. Eat your veggies and hope you grow up big and strong like your papa. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.